Welcome to Just Sayin', a podcast produced by and recorded at Tri-State Worship Center. Now here are your hosts, Allison Gardner and Pastor Terry Wagner. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Saying podcast. My name is Allison Gardner. I'm here with uh, PT. What's up? Pastor Terry Wagner. I interrupted you, didn't I? <laughs> no, you let me finish. I, wait, I did wait until you said You did wait PT. until I said PT, so that's right. good. We're also here with uh, Tyler Staten. Hey. Our sound... <laughs> Sound. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, sound guy. <laughs> I wish I was as cool as you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're also here with somebody else. We have a guest. We have a guest. This again. is the first guest on season three. Season three, yeah. yeah. We had a guest back in season one, mm-hmm. pretty sure. But um, my friend Eric Wall. Hey guys. What's up? He's hey my friend Eric. too. Hey, Eric yeah, Wall. our friend. Yes. Our friend. Yeah, all yes. of us. All of us yes. collectively. Um, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Hey. How's it going, guys? It's, it's going good. It's big, going. Big fan of the podcast. Well, thank well, you. Thank really you. excited. You know we're uh, more popular than Stephen Furtick is. So. Yeah. <laughs> Higher rated. Higher rated. Higher rated. That's true. Not more popular. Not we, sure. How many? Last time you checked, how many did we have? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen or sixteen. I think we're at twenty-one now. Ooh. Okay. Well, even better. Even better. I, I may be fourteen of those. Oh. <laughs> hey, biggest Lord, fan here. Lord, Wait a minute. Something's accounts. wrong because I was fifteen of them. <laughs> Not we should be here. 33. Now. <laughs> the algorithm is not correct. <laughs> so, um, Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, like we all know who you are, but for those of our listeners who don't know you. Those in, those in podcast land. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my name is Eric Wall. I am a credentialed minister who serves at Tri-State Worship Center. Whoop, whoop. I also hang out with Tyler in the media booth. He does. And he does a fine job. Mm, fine job. Fine, fine job. job. Yes. Um, really just work with Allison, hang out. Yeah. Love God, love people. Yes. Um, and, uh, tell us, you know, I mean, I should probably introduce the episode first. Why not? Maybe. You are the producer. I I am the producer. So y'all know this season, uh, we've been talking about the family and, uh, we've gone over pretty much the basics. I think we covered it really well, uh, in the past couple of weeks, um, and it's been good. I've really enjoyed talking about the family, but, uh, we wanted to throw in something a little different this week and talk about specifically blended families Ooh. and how they pertain to life and scripture and the church, because I feel like it's an issue that's not really talked about that much, to be honest, mm-hmm. but it's an important one because I mean, three fourths of us here have blended families. It's true. So, um, Eric, tell us about your family situation specifically and why we asked you to come on, really. Well, I felt like you asked me because I'm just the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we asked? No. I thought you offered him no. like $150. <laughs> I don't have that much um, money. Who's a sucker? Who you're, can we get in here? You're doing it on the pre-sales of merch. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, we're going to need you guys to start buying that merch so we can pay Eric. Yeah, sorry. These, um, these, in the meantime, those are IOUs. Yeah. Okay. I want to hang on to those. Hang on. Take those. Um, I'm, I believe you wanted my wife, but she doesn't <laughs> no, want to. No, <laughs> no. I wanted you. It, it would have been nice to have Elena on, too, but that's okay. Um, so uh, I'm new at the blended family thing. Um, my wife and I have been married almost a year, a year next week. Mm. Wow. Man, congratulations. By, yeah. Thank you. One one year next week. Uh, <clears throat> together we have four four boys. We have four children. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I guess what makes us a blended family is I brought one of those children to this family and she brought three. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we, we have a lot of children. We, uh, we have a lot of children. <laughs> and we're, it's, we're trying to, we're trying to make it work. It's yeah, it's a pretty, it's pretty crazy schedule too, because just trying to coordinate between different parents and dropping the kids off everywhere they need to go. And it's an interesting situation. And so I think that's why one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on. I also wanted to bring you on because you're my friend and I know you listen <laughs> to the podcast and I know you have some wisdom to share with us too. But um, Tyler, you have a blended family. Why mm-hmm. don't you tell us about that? Um, yes, I have a family of the blended type as well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my wife and I, uh, Amanda, uh, share a child with Cash, who is three years old. And then I also, um, when we got married, I gained a daughter, uh, Charlie, who is 11 years old. And um, I know that she would want to have more kids, but I think I'm done. I think I'm good <laughs> with the two. One boy, one girl. I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if the Lord wants to, to bless us, he will. Uh, we've talked about adopting maybe sometime in the future once the kids get older. but Because um, there's a lot of kids out there that need love. You know as well, but for now, I'm I'm satisfied. We've all, <laughs> we also recently adopted a new dog. So. New dog, blended dog. <laughs> so there's family. that too. Yes. But yeah, um, Charlie was what nine? No, not nine. Um, seven. I think getting ready to turn seven when we got married. Um, and uh, so it was it was a really uh, a big transition for us both. Really, um, all of us actually. Um, but probably more so for myself and Charlie and our relationship. Um, you know, she's still trying to figure me out, um, see how far she can push me. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how far I can push her too. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, it's, it definitely makes for a, a, a dynamic that I wasn't prepared for like I thought I was, um, and, and even knowing, knowing going in that, you know, there's going to be some bumps in the road, you know, even as much as I thought I was prepared. No way, no way, no way, mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I'm the three out of three of the four yeah, of us. I, I know you were leaving me out. That's okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, uh, my family situation is, um, my mom and dad were divorced when I was four or five and uh, my mom married my stepdad uh, when I was about nine. And um, after she had had my brother, my brother and I are full, full siblings, I guess you could say. And then uh, my mom got married when I was like nine. And they had my mom, and my stepdad had my youngest brother. So there's 11 years between me and Cowan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have an interesting dynamic, too to the, to the blended family type. But, um, so I think the reason why, one of the big reasons why we're doing this episode is because a lot of us have interesting perspectives to share. And also PT does too, because you do a lot of counseling and you have, have to deal with families like this and situations. So even did some premarital counseling with Tyler and and Mm -hmm. Amanda and and talked about the blended family. Yeah. Yeah. So, Really, just throwing questions out for everybody. Anybody can answer these. Um, so, how do you do we guys get buzzers? I, I wish. <laughs> I mean, we could go grab the the Bible trivia game. Some there sure we go. I don't there. think mine's working. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how do you guys think 
that God can be glorified through a blended family. PT, why don't you start? What do you think? Well, I think it, it, God's glorified through a blended family just like he is any other family. I don't think the blended part of that changes how a family brings glory to God. Of course, it's up to the family. It's up to that, that particular family, blended or, or not blended, uh, to, to have a biblical marriage, a biblical family, you know, husband, head of the house, wife there for, you know, to be the helpmate, children there to be the blessing uh, and to replenish, multiply. And when we do all that biblically, I think that's that's what brings glory to God, whether it's blended or not. Now, there's probably extra credit mm-hmm. for the blended <laughs> yeah. because it's harder. It is. It's, it's definitely hard. Again, I, 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 I don't have a personal experience in my own life with that, although I have like some brothers, like my youngest brother has a blended family. Jerry, my brother that attends church here and plays bass, has a blended family. But me personally, I don't have it. But I would say there's extra credit for a blended family that can do it biblically because it's a little bit harder, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. You, what do you guys I think? Agree. I think? I think it all comes back to God is love. And the best way that any of us, I think, can be Christ-like is to just love one another. And sometimes I think it's easier to love others than it is your own family mm-hmm. at times. And I know that probably sounds weird because you would think that that love just comes naturally. And, you know, but there's a lot of times where you have to be purposeful in your love when it regards in regards to your family. And that and to me, that just means saying that, you know, it's going to get tough. It's going to get hard. But at the end of the day, I love you and we're going to do what we have to do to make this work because because I love you and because um, that's what God wants of us. And I think, so I think that it just comes back down to that. And even when I, I don't like to discipline my kids, but sometimes I have to. But the important thing is that they know at the end of the day that it comes from a place of love and not just because I'm a big meanie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And sometimes the younger the children, the harder it is to explain that. But I believe and I have faith in my heart that one day they'll they'll grasp a hold of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can remember having a conversation, this was not even a year after um, Amanda and I were married, and we, we didn't have cash at this point, so my first experience of fatherhood was with my stepdaughter, and I remember going up to my dad, and I'm 30, 31 years old, something like that at the time, and I'm like, I just want you to know for all the times I never said thank you, thank you, mm-hmm. um, because I realized just in those first few months of fatherhood that it's tough, and I don't think we we see as children we don't see the sacrifices and the um, and the emotional you know side of it of of being a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you experience, I think it's a totally different thing. And I think you guys will probably agree. Um, sometimes it's it's hard to show that love and also be what you need to be as far as you know disciplining your kids and and teaching them right from wrong. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It all comes back to love, I think. Yeah. Eric, what do you think? Um, well, I have, a, I have a scripture I'd like to read um, from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. It says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, in any version you read, I'm, I never saw where it said, don't provoke your biological children only. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, children. 
children are a blessing from the Lord. Amen. So in, in my view, whether they're, I help create them or they're ready-made children, as my family like to, to call them, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're living in my household and they're my children, I need to treat them the way the Bible tells me to treat children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With discipline, bring them up in the instruction of the Lord and, and not to not to treat them harshly or provoke them to anger, mm-hmm. but but to love on them, like you said. Right. And yeah. Do you think it's more um, challenging to do so when it it is not your biological child? At least at first, maybe you have to train yourself to do to 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 do it more naturally. I I, I will say yes, um, just because I think. <laughs> It, it takes them a lot longer to buy in than mm-hmm. it does you. So you, you get that resistance. And there's part of you that's just like, this is never going to, it's never going to get any better. It's never going to work. And that's the human in us, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there has to come a point where we just have to give it to God and have faith that if I just keep doing what I'm doing, <laughs> excuse me. No, no. You, you if I just keep doing what I'm doing. It's going to work out. Yeah. And that's, that, that is where it's harder, I think. Um, you know, I think there's obviously a natural connection between, a, you know, a mother who gives birth to a child. You know, yeah. does that mean that that mother loves that child more? No. But it, it's just, it's, I can't explain it. But I think you guys know where I'm getting, yeah. where I'm going with that. Yeah. So... The fact that you you have that connection, and then especially an older child who is just getting to know you, it takes it takes a lot more for them to buy in. They got to know that you're the real deal, mm-hmm. and that you're gonna you know stick around and you're gonna be in their corner. And and sometimes as difficult as that road gets, and you think, "Am I ever gonna see the end of this?" Um, yeah, it can be harder. Yeah. But well, let me let me say as as a parent who with adult children older than everybody in this room, <laughs> uh, my children older than everybody else in this room, and, I, and grandchildren, that never ends. You, it, it will never be over. You will always be that, that parent, always. Yeah. And if you weren't, I would not <laughs> want you to be around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you should always feel that way. Yeah. And uh, I think what makes it harder, and, I, and I'm going to take over for the producer here in a second, because <laughs> I want Allison to give her viewpoint on how a blended family brings glory to God. But I, I think that it does begin with the upfront conversation about it. Mm-hmm. It's a, incredible the number of, of blended family couples that I deal with that, you know, they're having a problem with her kids and his kids. And this, and I was like, well, did you guys ever talk about, well, yeah. no, we didn't, we didn't. Listen, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a strategy, um, you well, fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what it boils down to. And um, you have to have a united front because uh, I'm going to say this, even though you youngins are sitting in here, <laughs> kids are smart. They are. Man, yes, they are yeah. smart. Even the youngest of the youngest, they can figure it out quick. And you better have a plan and you better have a united front mm-hmm. plan. Yeah. One that, that doesn't matter if you come to daddy or you come to mommy, you're going right. to get the same answer. Same answer, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Allison, how, how do you feel like that, like with your own personal family, yeah. how do you bring glory to God? Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, it's, it's really tough. Like, just there's so many layers to it, and um, you just really have to 
have to think through it, but I really, I do agree. I think that if you go into it with a, with a mindset of, um, yours and mine, and we're just going to stay in our corners and not tread on each other's territory, um, that's just going to lead to, to turmoil because, uh, with a marriage, you can't have anything standing in the way of that union, um, and, and one flesh. So, uh, I think if, if parents are going into it with, with that mindset of, uh, just doing what they've been used to, what they're, what they're used to be, uh, to doing, then it's just going to fail because I know I was talking with my mom about this the other day. Um, uh, cause we were talking about the podcast and how we've been talking about, um, the, the male headship and the role of, uh, women and men in, in marriage and how, when, uh, she and my dad got divorced, she had to take on a role that she was never meant to have. And she was telling me about how she's most naturally a helper. And she, she never, she never saw herself as a leader. Um, she doesn't think that she was gifted in that way. And she just was kind of shoved into that role all of a sudden. And, um, it's a really awkward transition to go through when you have, uh, someone new in, in a, in an established family order. But, you know, I think God's glory can be shown with just showing grace for one another. And, uh, like Eric said, just, just loving one another in the way that way that we're called to. I think what a great model of even, you know, Jew Gentile and mm-hmm. how the, yeah, the ingraftedness of that yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing happens with that blended family. There, yeah. We don't have, you should not have his children and her children mm-hmm. or his bank account and her bank account. Yeah. It should be exactly what the name calls blended right. family. And it should be engrafted in there. Then no longer is there this one or that one. It's us. And I think when that happens, it, mm-hmm. I think that's a way of bringing glory to God because and, and again, you guys are, have the personal experience with it. I don't, but I have to believe that it, it, it's miraculous when it happens. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, I have to believe it it's is. divine, you know, when that, when that finally happens. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening, I put my <laughs> hands together as dovetails. Yeah. I think another thing, when, you know, when you talk about not having that separation, because think about how confusing that can even be for us adults. So if the bl- if the lines are already blurred for us, how much blurrier are they going to yeah. be for the kids? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and that's one thing that that is so difficult yeah. to do is to to have that united front. But it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Well, I'm, I was really thankful in, in premarital counseling and stuff. When we were talking about before we ever got married, we decided that it wasn't going to be her children, my children. It was our children. Together, we have four children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you want to try to say you only have one son, I will fight you because yeah. I have four. Yeah. I have four kids. and Let's, let's say it, Tyler. See what he does. <laughs> I can probably <laughs> slightly injure one of you. but <laughs> Not both. <laughs> before, like, on my way out the door, like, maybe by tripping. <laughs> Use Allison as a human right. shield. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But, but that, that, was one of the, that was one of the things that we decided. We have, we have four children. It's not, you know, if one of the boys comes like, hey, I need to do this. I'm going to go ask your mom. No, it's what are we doing? Mm -hmm. And the children know, like in this house, we are your parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we've had the, well, you're not, you're not my mom or you're not my dad in this house. I am. Mm -hmm. And she is. Yeah. Yeah. And together we, and and she needs to like, I feel like not only does 
do the children need to know that you love them and, and you care for them? But I think your spouse needs to know that you love their children. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Just as much as you love your own child. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you you and you in, introduced a, a a very weird dynamic, and that is when you have a blended family and and prior spouses are still alive. I know yeah, in, in your case, your dad has passed away. Yeah. Uh, I pointed to Allison. <laughs> just saying, sorry. Um, but when you have that, yeah. you have this other dynamic it's weird. in there. Yeah. yeah. That's what, well, that's what I was saying because with Eric's family, they have multiple uh, yeah. alive parents that they're having to deal with all at once. So that is just, it's just a party of parents. It's just a big old party. <laughs> and I was joking with them the other day, um, cause what, what, what was the situation that happened where you, he was, uh, him and Elena were hanging out with one of Elena's exes, ex-wives can you flow, and their can children. Can you flow chart that yes. for us? <laughs> and their, and their stepchildren, because Elena was married at one point and she had stepchildren that right. she, she felt that is still her children. I mean, she was with them for six years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she yeah. still feels connected to them. And so we were joking about that the other day, just the craziness of that dynamic. Well, and we've been, we've been hanging out with them and, and they're, they're wonderful, yeah. wonderful children. And she's like, and my wife, she's always like, Oh, thank you for that. And I'm like, listen, you love them. I've always wanted daughters. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I know what it's like to, I've, I've had a, a girlfriend in the past who had a kid and mm-hmm. I know, I know what it's like to be around this kid for years and then they're gone. Yeah. And you you spent six years with these kids. Yeah. I know you love. I know how hard you love people and how how much you love people. So if if you're wanting to stay connected with them, of course I'm yeah. not I'm not going to be upset with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we're supposed to supposed to love each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah, that's that's true. good. Just having to put aside any personal discomfort with with that sort of thing and just get past, I think get past yourself really, because yeah. it's, it it might be about pride. It might be about, uh, I don't know, just sinfulness in your own life and having to rise above that and lay down your life for, for your wife in this situation and even for your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you guys already mentioned, but isn't that like the husband's role to, yeah. to, to lay exactly. his life down for his wife? Well, to, and to I, I think that's why, e- even though, again, there's those different dynamics for the blended family, when it comes to biblical principles and and, and how we, d- it's it's for the same, fa- whether it's blended or mm-hmm. not right. blended, it's yeah. the same. It's I mean, same. Yeah. it was the same for me raising two biological children with their mother as it mm-hmm. would be for anybody yeah. else. But making that, happen and bringing that together is is it's a it i agree difficult and i'm not and again i don't have that personal experience but i've dealt with enough people to see it yeah. and, and know how difficult it is yeah i was i was thinking things and i like to simplify things but so when you said blended family the first thing i thought of was a blender an actual <laughs> an actual blender that and it, it, okay we're we're a little worried about you eric but He's got a point. Just, just follow me. I'm landing the plane. Don't worry. It, it'll, it'll come together. So if you're, if you're, say you're making a smoothie, right? Mm. You add the ice, you add the fruit or the puree or whatever you're putting in there, and then you hit the button. Okay. When it all mixes together and you pour it into a glass to drink it, can you separate the ice and the fruit? Nope. Mm. You have something totally new. Yeah. So we were two families, ice and fruit. You brought us together. Now we're a smoothie. Yeah. Mm. That's good. 
Yeah. And it tastes good too. Yeah, well, it's delicious. <laughs> it's good. We're going to offer that as part of our merch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I imagine. I imagine a strawberry banana smoothie. I don't know if anybody else did. But. And, and and that's a great analogy. And, and but I, again, I'm, and I'm not saying it to take anything away from it because it, it was really good. But then you have the previous spouses mm. that are not in the smoothie. Yeah. True. Right. And in some cases, in some cases, it is smooth. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases that I've dealt with, oh, my some, goodness. Oh you get, you get some sour milk in there, a little dash Good of one. that. Nice. Very nice. I think even in, even in that, because, you know, I have, we have a lot, a lot of other other parents to, to get along with. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that, you need to focus on what is best for the child. The child. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have to be your friend. Yeah. We don't have to get along. Um, in, in, in one case, we are friends. We were friends first. Like um, Xander, the, the middle child, he's, uh, I'm friends with his dad. I have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that we get along pretty well. Uh, but it's what's best for the child, even if it means I got to put my feelings towards this person aside. Yeah. What's best for, for the children. Yeah. And. I think all parents need to like do that and have to do that. Cause I know, I know, you know, you don't have a blended family, but I'm sure there's maybe people on your, on your wife's side of the family. You don't necessarily get along with or always haven't, but. Oh no, I've, <laughs> I've gotten along with all of them. <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> no, I, I, and you, and you're right. And how shameful it is when, um, Children are allowed to become chess pieces yeah. in a game, yeah. you know. For real. Because uh, uh, I agree with you. I mean, it's got to be about training a child up and raising a child up and, and fear and admonition of the Lord and, and the way they should go. And when they o- they're older, it won't part from them. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you have, you know, three different views of it or or four or five different views of it or even two different views of it if it's biological. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have to... Uh, be able to have that focus and that that plan, that strategy that says this is how we're going to do it. And uh, man, I, I I have just recently had a couple where uh, the the dad decided that the son, who they had provided a cell phone to, was just spending way too much time on on it. He's like, okay, I went to him and I said, that's it, taking your phone back. When you learn to spend time with the family, you'll get it. And the next day, mom goes and gets him another phone. Mm. I mean, that's obviously counterintuitive. It's never yeah. going to work that way. You got to have a plan, blended or biological, doesn't matter. Have a plan, have a united mm-hmm. front. The devil likes to divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And if he can do that from the parental front, I mean, it's, it's going to be devastating for children down yeah. the road. Yeah. Well, you said earlier, children are smart. They are, uh, and we 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 go through a a, a lot. And it's it's that time where you're taking trying to figure out learning the kids, um, you know, knowing what what upsets them, what sets them off, what does this. But, I mean, I remember doing as a child. Hey, mom, I want to do this. Mom will say no, so I'll run the dad who has no idea what's going on, which pits my parents against each other, and I can do, I can do what what I want to do. Yeah, and I think. Sometimes in in the blended family, it gets a little more confusing mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, can I trust him with this, mm-hmm. or can I trust mm-hmm. her with this? And 
but I mean, they're but like all children, they're going to pit the parents against each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it, it makes it even harder when you have that third parent or third and fourth parent, whatever the case might be, because it's not just you and your spouse at this point saying, here's how we're going to do it. Because, again, the children being smart enough, they'll be like, well, okay, well, then I'm going to go ask other spouse, other mm-hmm. parent. Yeah. And, man, that that can just get really, really difficult. And and God bless the ones who can come together with former spouses, parents of children that are now your children, sit down and say, here's the plan, and let's work it. Uh Unfortunately, that doesn't have, happen as often as it as it probably should happen. Yeah, well, I think something that works kind of works well for us. And like I said, we're new, we're new with this. Um, well, I'm new with this, uh, but we will gladly get along with the other one's ex spouse. But when it comes to any decision on that specific child, it's the the parents who created him. It's their final decision. What goes? What happens? Um, unless something's like drastically across the line, I don't see mm-hmm. the other one of us going over there and be like, "Hey, right." Um, but we we let we let our kids know, um, you know, there there are some things that you may be allowed to do at your other parents' house, but here, these are the rules in in this house. Yeah, and we mainly have, have two rules. First of all, we we love God in this house, <laughs> and we love each other. Yeah, which means that we're not going to fight. We're not going to hit each other. We're not going to call each other's name, put each other down, because that reflects that you do not love God, because God wouldn't do those things. Yeah. And then, and if we abide by we love God and we love each other, most of the time we get along. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so we kind of just, just hit on most of the next question, but Tyler, why don't, why don't you offer some wisdom on this? Um, why is having a blended family so challenging, specifically as a father figure, specifically in that role that you've found? Ooh. Um, I think that, that one of my roles as a, a father is um, to be, not to be a disciplinarian, but, you know, to um, discipline when it is needed. And sometimes that's harder when... <sighs> when the other parent feels obviously like they need to protect, you know, Mm -hmm. their child. And so, you know, especially early on, it was tough for Amanda and I to, to kind of see eye to eye when it came to things that I thought she needed to be disciplined for, or maybe I thought that, you know, this, what we're doing isn't working. Maybe we need to, you know, try something else. Um, that, that right there, it was, it was more the discipline than anything. Um, we always tried to, to talk about it and 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 discuss what kind of things we could use as you know as a, a form of discipline, but it was always it was always kind of I felt like I was afraid to to push to push a little more for what I you know because I didn't want I didn't want to come across as just a big meanie who just wants to punish kids you know what I mean, mm-hmm. but but I do think that if you're was it. Was it Einstein that said, if you always do what you always done? I think that was me that said it. Was, it was, <laughs> oh, it was Einstein. <laughs> I, re- uh, I repeated it from Einstein. <laughs> then you'll always get what you've always got. And and I think if if, if what we're trying isn't working, maybe we need to amp it up a little bit. You know, the, the, the things you discipline a, a six-year-old with are probably not going to work the same way with a 12-year-old or 11-year-old. 
And so I think sometimes you kind of your your hand is forced in a sense to to step it up a notch or find something different. And um, again, like I just think it was it was probably more difficult um, trying to be that that one to say maybe we need to to do something more. And and her feeling like she needed to protect you know mm-hmm. Charlie yeah. in this sense. And that definitely I'm sure goes back to Amanda having to fulfill that role as the head of the household and the head of Charlie, her only parent. Mm -hmm. So it, I think the, the, a good word to describe blended families is awkward. It's just (laughs) awkward Yeah. because I mean, I specifically remember, uh, whenever my mom suggested that I start calling my stepdad, dad, um, instead of Matthew and just, hear like hearing myself say it I'm like what am I doing like this is just (laughs) weird this is wrong I don't even know this guy but you just really just have to lay that down at 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 God's feet and just sacrifice sacrifice everything that you you held dear to 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 build this to build this on a firm foundation and and see the fruit of it later in life because you don't see it when you're in it you, you, you won't see it until you're on the other side. And, and looking back, I mean, it, it's the most natural thing for me to call him my dad. I've called him my dad for years now. I can't even imagine yeah. calling anyone else that. Right. So it's just in, it's a retrospect kind of thing that you're, you're building, you're building this legacy. Well, them. even, even my siblings, like I, I am the only child that my mother and father had together. Mm. My dad had two kids and my mom had two kids, but we all lived under the same roof. It was just mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Like, and so for me growing up and, and knowing that and seeing that, it's not that I had this expectation of Charlie's going to call me dad. Yeah. But I had this hope, yeah. you know, maybe we'll get there eventually. And we still might. Who knows? Mm-hmm. She's accidentally called me dad <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. And, but and I have the same response every time. Because she'll correct herself and she'll kind of roll her eyes. Like she, it's like she almost hates it. <laughs> but I'm like, and I always tell her, I'm like, listen, I said, you can call me dad if you want, but if you don't want to, that's okay too. I yeah. still love you, you yeah. know? And when I would, when we'd go to bed at night, <clears throat> I'd tell her I love her and I'd say, you don't have to say it back. That's okay. I just wanted you, I just wanted you to know that I loved you. Yeah. Well, can, can I call you dad? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, with our boys, it's the same thing, the same thing goes on and, and one of them called me dad one day, and he's like, oh, can I do that? I'm like, I don't care. You can call me whatever you want to. He said, all right, poopy-headed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. But then even even with Ezra, like when he's around can the you, other— Can you beat that out? <laughs> We're not allowed to say poopy? Oh, uh, uh, well, we, we have, have to, to go to the censors. <laughs> what, what are they called? The, the FCC? Yeah, we have to look past <laughs> well, My wife tells me I'm not very refined. So. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a compliment. <laughs> I'm not sure. She, she's always nervous. <laughs> um, but like even even watching Ezra around the other boys, like he'll call Elena mom, but to her he just calls her Elena. But when he's with the other boys, because they're always oh, saying, okay. "Oh, mom, yeah. mom's doing this or mom's doing that," um, he'll it's, call. It's him. less confusing. Yeah, yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll, he'll he'll call he'll call her mom. Um, but you know, once again, we're just like. You call us whatever, but just remember that we're your parents in this house. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a big step. It, it really is because there's so much weight to, to that word. I think especially for daughters, it's, it's really hard. It's just, it's tough because 
there's there's a connection that's broken yeah. in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to rebuild that. And um, I think at first my mom was just really intentional about it. Like she wanted me to call him dad because she knew that it would it would make the transition more natural, I guess. But that was when my dad was out of the picture. So I think it's it's different in in other case scenarios, especially when the, there are other parents involved and. Yeah. You, you don't know how the other parents will be feeling about them calling you dad or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm sure it's a touchy subject, but so, um, I want to, I want to get to get to this question because in every episode really, um, on a specific role, we've talked about how, um, marriage is the metaphor for Christ in the church and, um, children, uh, last time PT gave a really good, um, metaphor for them. So I, I was wondering if you had any thoughts on blended families specifically, uh, as they play into play into that reflection of God. Well, I mean, if I go back to what I, I said earlier in the broadcast, I, I don't, when it comes to biblical family, biblical principles for the family, I mean, I don't think you separate out blended and non-blended. Mm-hmm. So that being the case, I, I think that the same analogy, the same metaphor fits hmm. for blended family. Now, you know, obviously you do have some peripheral figures that are involved in blended families that are not in the uh, nuclear biological family. But I I would say that the, the model's the same. Hmm. Uh, you still have to have a husband as the, as the head of the house and a wife that's the helpmate and children that represent the gospel, you know, to, the, and, um, I, I wouldn't say it's different. Now, again, that's just my opinion. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious what you guys think because you do come from that um, that that area and have the personal experience more than I do. So, but I don't think it changes. I think it'd mm-hmm. be the same. Yeah, I think it um, it has a lot to do with with adoption and how that plays into mm, yeah. into the yeah. picture because we we are not. God's natural children. We are naturally children of wrath. Well, you guys aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, but but, But God has adopted us into his family and given us a new name and um, we are a new creation. Um, so I think that the blended family, especially, and with adopted children, that is just such a, such a beautiful picture of the way that God reclaims us from, from our past and from our sin. And, um, even if, even if the situation wasn't bad with blended families, but still. Yeah, that's a, that's great. The way you, and, and to take that even a step further, Mm -hmm. uh, adopted children are always wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. Hundred percent of the time. <laughs> sometimes we have children that are not, you know, a biological child that we weren't expecting. Yeah. Surprise! Surprise, yeah. honey, I'm pregnant. Um, but adopted children are always wanted, right? And so when you take that analogy, that that was really good. That that uh, you know, blended family almost could see that adopted kind of. Uh, mentality, and that's wanted. You're you're always wanted, mm-hmm. regardless of. Um, I mean, obviously, we we like to promote the biblical principle or the big, biblical view. Just saying, uh, looking at the issues of family through the lens of Scripture. Obviously, ideally, it would be 
original mom yeah. and dad. This isn't and an ideal children. situation, right? But, but it's it is reality. A, it is. Yeah. It's the landscape of our, of, of our world, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, if you take that that extra step, it, it's. That's a really cool way of thinking of that, and and I will use that in the future, <laughs> Allison. Yeah, and not give you credit for. I saw it. you Thank taking you. notes over there. Well, I think it it even <laughs> plays into the fact that when we're adopted into this new family, into God's family, it's not it's not pretty all the time. It's mm. we we're leaving behind our old identity, yeah. and uh, we're learning this new way of life and. And we have a father who who's guiding our steps and helping us along the way. And sometimes we're we're going kicking and screaming, but <laughs> at the end of the day, we're just thankful that we're here yeah. and that we've been redeemed. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's my take. What do you guys think? Well, another scripture that just that popped in mind with in Romans when it says, you know, God works all things together for good mm-hmm. for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. You know, you said, you know, the idea here is original mom and dad, mm-hmm. but life is messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, it is. and because it's messy, it allows God to do his work, which is make masterpiece out of messiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, even when he created the earth, it says the earth was void and without form, but look what he did with it. Mm-hmm. And if he can do all of that, then he can turn my blended family, your blended family your, into something amazing mm-hmm. if we follow our specific roles. Yeah. It's all yeah, it's all about perspective and you know, if we just look at it like this is this is where we are, this is where we're at, this is this is who our family is. We can either, you know, sit around and, and think about what could be, what might have been, or we can just make the best with what we have, with with what God has blessed us with. And I think in a lot of times a blended family is the result of God making a masterpiece out of a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, divorce is is a horrible thing. It's it's unfortunate that it exists and that it's in this you know in this world. But all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And I think if we just stay steadfast in that and and plant our feet firmly in that in that love and and be that love and show that love to our kids and our spouse, that it can be a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Amen. So to close this out, um, let's go around the table and uh, each of us offer just maybe a story uh, that has some wisdom in it or even just like something that you would give to someone who is walking into a situation like this, who uh, wants to be faithful in it and glorify God with their life. Uh, what, what can you offer, offer to that? Well, I mean, again, from from my perspective as a pastor and a counselor, uh, with with no personal experience in in the blended family, it's just to to have a strategy, have a plan. Yeah. Don't just think because you say I do, everything's going to be okay, because mm-hmm. that it never works yeah. that way. Because yeah. it don't, it don't, <laughs> it don't. <laughs> uh, so I would my my advice is sit down with somebody, draw it out. Let's have a plan. Let's have a united front, and and then move forward from there. Yeah, Tyler, what do you think? I I just go back to to love. I there's so many things that. That, that you will encounter, mm-hmm. that you've just got to love your kids through it, love your spouse through it. And if, as long as your principles and your ideals, you know, line up with, with what God wants for us, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be easy, 
but it's going to be okay in the end. And we just have to, again, stay steadfast in that and just, and pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because pray. prayer is important. Mm-hmm. And, and I know sometimes it's not easy to get your, you know, to, to have that prayer time with your kids, um, or with your, even with your spouse. Um, but that doesn't mean that, that you, you stop, mm-hmm. that you cease, you, you pray for them every opportunity you get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think something very important to, to, to know is you and your spouse know that you're not alone. You're in it together. Mm-hmm. So neither one of us has to ta- tackle the blended family alone. But even in that, if we stay rooted in God and what God's word says and how to raise a family, I don't think it matters if it's blended or not. If you do God's plan, yeah, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Tyler said, prayer. Prayer is very important. You know, we pray with the kids every night and we teach them to pray about anything and everything whether they fell down the steps or having a bad dream you know somebody's sick pray because god cares about everything yeah. mm-hmm. or his bible wouldn't tell us to pray about everything yeah and i think if we can just train up that child in the way that they should go we'll, we'll be fine yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's good i think um my best advice would just be all of what you guys said um, but also just, of course, Ditto. of course, of course, to piggyback on that. Um, but just submit yourself to, um, God's design of the family, even if it conflicts with your own fleshly desires, even if it isn't what you're used to, um, you have to have to submit yourself to that and let, and let Christ sanctify you through his word and, and uh, through prayer and just obedience and really just focusing on how mm-hmm. how your family um, is a picture of the gospel, yeah. like PT said, and how it glorifies God through that and communicating that to your children. Because if your children know that that what you're doing is ultimately for, for their good and for the glory of God, then I'm, they, they, I promise you that they will be uh, much more willing to submit to your your family structure and yeah. uh, go along go along with you in just, that. Just a quick note. I know we're quitting. It's not going to happen by accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't just flow from one brain to the next. It's it's purposeful, uh, biblical, uh, making sure the plan is there and and then and, and go from there. And uh, people that think that, and I know I said it last episode, and you guys always reminded me <laughs> of stuff that I repeat, but that's okay. You know. Letting little Joey and Susie figure it out on their own, it's not going to work. We're parents for a reason, mm-hmm. and that is to to be the disciplinarian sometimes, to be the Messiah sometimes, the Savior sometimes, not literally, but yeah. metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so it's not going to happen by saying, oh, you know, they'll figure it out. Because, mm-hmm. no, it, it, you need to make sure you have the plan, work the plan, make it biblical, and, and I think a blended family can bring so much glory to God um, that that it, it, it would be that whole adoption picture. And I think that's just a beautiful picture that you painted. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, thank you, Eric, for, thank you, for Eric. joining us. Thanks, Eric. Oh, it was a pleasure, guys. You, I enjoyed it. It was great. I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful for you. I'm thankful for the ministry. It is a ministry that you and Elena have with with your family and your marriage and just the way that you you communicate that to your children and uh it's just awesome and that's why i wanted to bring you on oh well thanks i'm 
Very excited. Yes. So we don't really have a hundred. I can tell. We don't really have hundred and fifty dollars for you. No, yeah. sorry, Eric. Sorry. That's, That's about it. You can buy me pizza. Okay. Uh, those IOUs Deal. are written in magic marker. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lemonade. <laughs> sorry. That's gone now. Um, but thank you guys so much for, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it was um edifying to you and share with your friends. I mean, yeah. if you guys know people who, who have blended families who are in this situation, who could benefit from this, share it with them. Uh, I'm sure it could, could do some, do some benefit. And then that. if you do share it with them, ask them to yeah, rate, to write review, a review. And, yeah. download the episode, you know, share Cause something. Cause we're higher but... rated than Furtick. Yay. <laughs> but, um, we will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. See ya. See ya.